Yeah, All right, look, I'm just rolling. Just start talking. I'll balance these levels later. Just start talking. Oh, gentlemen want to fuck JT. Hellcat, it's an SRT. Full up, do wax D3. Man, 55, suck they T. <laughs> Keep city, going. City girls. Oh my God, kids. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, kids. I want a lot of podcast. A lot of podcast. Do your, do your leveling. No, no. Just keep talking. Okay. Because listeners, Sarah's just saying a bunch of insane shit, and I don't even have time to like get the level straight and balance the exposure. Just go. I said two things, and Asterius is just too much of a boomer to get the references. So, all right. The first thing is I was scrolling through Twitter today, and I saw a news article. Like, I didn't read it, obviously, but I saw a headline. It was like, the three words I need to hear Joe Biden say during his State of the Union address. And uh-huh. my brain my brain is so fucking microwaved with internet that the the first thing I thought was, mm, my name's Jeff. <laughs> now, I know that's funny, but I don't know why. <laughs> but what, you, what is, my name's Jeff. Okay, have you ever seen that movie? What is it about where Channing Tatum and the fat one, what's his name, Jonah Hill, need to pretend to be high schoolers? You mean 21 Jump Street? Yeah, it's from 21 Jump Street. There's a, you're telling me there's a scene in 21 Jump Street where one of them pretends to be Mentally challenged. Look up my name, Jeff. No, I'm not I mean- going to look up my name, Jeff. It's not going to be as funny as what you're doing. I don't want to be disappointed. It's not even like, I think the context is they're like meeting up with some teenage drug dealer. And out of nowhere, the drug dealer's like, I've never seen you around. What's your name? And Channing Tatum's just like, mm, my name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the context. I know it's a reference Zoomers like. Okay. They're like, my name's Jeff. Okay. So if. So if President Joseph Robinette Biden, uh, here's what he's probably going to talk about. The, uh, the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, the, um, <laughs> the inflation crisis. Uh, he's probably going to try to get some version of Build Back Better through the Senate. Um, now, if he doesn't mention, uh, can we count on your vote in 2024? Uh, I don't know. The three the three things I would like to hear Joe Biden talk about is, number one, obviously, what's going on in Ukraine? How can we help? How can we send them bitcoins? How can we send them cryptocurrencies? How can we just, you know, help this imperialistic invasion that's going on? And number two, inflation. Infl- I'm very concerned about inflation. Talk markets in the toilet. And number three, uh, why won't my toilet flush? Okay, just a quick uh, trigger warning, content warning at the top of this episode. This is our most piss-heavy episode yet. Yeah, no, this episode is very piss-centric. But don't worry. We also talk a lot about the shit coming out of our holes. (laughs) So just, look, maybe don't eat lunch during this one. Or maybe don't eat lunch ever, you fat, fat, fatty. Hey, hey. Stop eating fatty. Okay, second content warning. Body shaming. Body shaming. You're fat. You're a fat, fat, fatty. Okay, and the body shaming continues, but it stops right around here. Fatty. No, goddammit! Number three, uh, why won't my toilet flush? Because I've unclogged it you... so many times. Okay, I also really plunged the shit. You know what I was about to say? I plunged the shit out of it. Uh, apparently, I didn't plunge the shit out of it. Something's wrong with our toilet. All right, motherfucker. so here's what happened. We installed the bidet, and somehow immediately all of the pipes in our building exploded. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm standing there. The guy's desperately trying to find a leak in the toilet, like whistling. Mary had a little lamb in the other room, staring at the corner, like, oh, I have no idea what could be causing this. But now our toilet won't flush. And listener, let me tell you, Asterius is convinced it's because I'm using toilet paper. Yeah. And he doesn't. Fucking gross. The point of the bidet is that it replaces toilet paper. Okay, Asterios, let me ask you a question. Sure. Uh, if you got shit on your hand, uh-huh. would you just run some water over it? Or would you run some water over it and then wipe it with something? You're acting like the toilet paper is soap. It's not. If you wash your hands at the sink and then just dry them by shaking your hands off, that's just as clean as also drying them with paper towel. The paper towel is purely for comfort. No, I, I disagree. Because the paper towel in this scenario removes... If you're washing your hands, right? Uh-huh. The first thing you do is you put soap on it. The yeah. soap kills the germs. Then you rinse it with water. You're not applying soap to your asshole. You, so in this scenario, let's imagine you have dog shit on your hand. You would just be running it underwater, flicking your hands, and then going about your day. <laughs> In neither scenario is there soap. Correct. Exactly. So what's the fucking difference? Uh, What I'm doing is I'm saving us money, cutting down on tree pollution. I'm saving the earth. And guess who clogged the toilet? You did. I did. Because there's a bunch of paper towel. There's a bunch of toilet paper in the toilet. I do not wipe my ass with paper (laughs) towel. There's a bunch of toilet paper in the toilet, yes or no? There is, I think, true. I should, no, you don't think. I showed it to you. I showed you a bunch of toilet paper in the toilet. I showed it to you yesterday. I don't believe that I'm the one clogging the toilet. You can show me toilet paper till the fucking cows come home. I don't give a shit. I think that you clogged the toilet so aggressively that uh, the, the plunger, the human-made plunger cannot uh, unclog it. So it's like there's a wall of shit in the toilet, right? If I do a little tiny poop and then wipe my ass as God intended and then flush, it's going to hit that wall and shoot back out up. That's what I think is happening. I don't think it's my two squares of toilet paper I use to dry my asshole and remove the poop particles from my anus when I go to the bathroom that has clogged our toilet. Okay. First off, you can talk as fast and as convincingly as you want. Yesterday, I showed you the clogged toilet. There was a bunch of toilet paper in there that was refusing to flush. I don't use toilet paper. You do use toilet paper. Ipso facto, you clogged the toilet because the toilet is clogged with toilet paper. We don't know that. We don't I know that. I showed you the toilet paper. Uh, first of all, motherfucker, are you even listening to me? I first, first of all, I reject your premise that the toilet is clogged with toilet paper. The toilet is clogged with something. We don't know what it is. It could be your fucking ass hair for all we know. We're not. Okay, well, first off, we both know. I'm a waxer. That's true. Okay, so it's not your waxer. Maybe it's the hair on your beard. Maybe you're shaving over the toilet. I don't fucking know. I don't know what you do in there. I don't know your life. Um, once that door closes and I hear the shower go, might as well be a fucking portal in Arnia. I don't know what's going on in there. You know what? I do know what's going on in there. One of us is using toilet paper and the other one isn't. And the toilet is clogged with toilet paper. Hey, we don't know. Once again, I'm telling you, it's not toilet paper. It's clogged with shit. <laughs> Okay, we both take shits, right? Yes. Exactly. So I make I put 50% of the shit in there, you put 50% of the shit Disagree. in there. Disagree. I'm I'm open to discussion. First of all, I, we've as we've already previously established, I shit at other people's <laughs> toilets. 
I shit at the gym. So you're just putting toilet paper in there for no reason, which is even worse. Are you just filling it with toilet paper like it's a slot machine you're, you're slinging quarters into? Get ready. Are you ready for something mysterious? I'm, gonna blow, I'm about to change your life. I'm going to blow your fucking mind. Women use toilet paper when they pee. So you're saying that women use a lot more toilet paper than men. It's not what I said. Who use no toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, everybody uses more toilet paper than you, clearly. Yes, which makes me the least likely person on earth to clog the toilet. Now, if you had read the instruction manual that came with the bidet, it says that you use the bidet's high power functions to cleanse yourself of the remnant. I'm remnant free, baby. <laughs> I got zero remnant. You taking that paper, you're probably pushing it more up in there. You're swirling it around in there. There's probably like your finger painting shit up inside your colon. All right, now you're just ad hominem me. So I'm going to uh, switch tactics. Hey, listener, think about how stinky that ass is. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the guy that doesn't use toilet paper. Imagine how stinky that ass must be. I wonder if he uh, spreads his ass cheeks apart in the shower. Would that be good or bad? Yeah, you have to. Okay. Well, Otherwise, you can have to poop on your butthole. Okay. Well, you don't do that? I'm just, it's just, I don't know what you, I don't know why you were bringing up who does or does not spread their <laughs> ass cheeks part of the shower. Here's all I know. There's a lot of toilet paper in the toilet. And you use toilet paper to poo and pee. And I use toilet paper to do nothing. Therefore, it's your fault. You better go down to the lake and get a snake and put the snake in the lake. <laughs> is the snake going to eat the toilet paper? You don't know what a snake is. I don't think we could find it in a lake. Take the snake to the lake. There's a little lake of toilet paper and shit in that, in that goddamn toilet bowl. Take the snake to the lake. How's your day going, listener? Yeah, I really, I hope Joe Biden addresses this. Maybe Snake Joe Biden will no. Maybe Joe Biden will come over and finally give us the answer that we need. The one thing I need Joe Biden to tell me during his State of the Union: What? Who clogged the toilet? It was you. It was you. You know it was you. I think you know it was you. Uh, I think all this posturing is because you're ashamed and you know it was you. I am proud of my toilet clogging prowess. <laughs> Clearly not. If I had clogged the toilet, do you know how many times I've unclogged that toilet? How many? couple times you know how many times i've clogged it zero you know how many times you've unclogged it zero that's right that's because you just clogged it and now you haven't unclogged it here's the thing about toilets they are designed to take your poo and take it away that's what they're made for you talk to any plumber out there you ask the plumber what is toilet bowl enemy number one they're going to say Toilet paper and non-flushable wipes. They're also going to say tampons and wedding rings. The only thing, those things are designed, they, they love poop. They crave it. They go nom, 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 nom. It's like me with my organic diet. You're putting processed foods in the toilet. Only instead of processed foods, it's your toilet paper. This is such a bullshit argument. Okay, so How you're saying... How is this a bullshit argument? You're saying because I've never clogged the toilet and ergo have never used a plunger before, that means that I clogged it because by implication, you constantly clogging the toilet means that you would effectively know how to unplunge it? Yes. I have been That's able... That's so fucking stupid. I have unclogged every single clog of mine. Because you know what? I know when I clog the toilet because... 
It creates a situation. Well, I doubt that because there's a clog in there, buddy. You can walk over there and unclog it. Other than that, because if you don't do that, your 100% attendance award is going in the toilet. All I'm saying is... And I'm going to flush it, and then you're going to unclog it. All I'm saying is, when I clog it, I unclog it. I know how to unclog what I do. You've done something terrible in there. I don't clog the toilet. You've created some sort of super clog. With your weeks and weeks of just peeing on toilet paper for some reason, <laughs> just taking a big piss on a piece of toilet paper. Why are you using toilet paper for your pee? What are you, are you fucking serious, bro? You're gonna get a you. That's a t- like asking. Okay, first of all, because I don't enjoy walking around with piss in my panties. Maybe if men took a little tip from women, you wouldn't have pee in your underwear all the time. You know how you shake it? Well, we can't just do that like a dog. <laughs> in the toilet you can't shake it no why not i mean you can but it doesn't work have you tried oh uh, yes i tried that in indonesia because toilet paper not not as good as here <laughs> have you tried twerking it out i have not Try twerking it out i i think that you clogged the toilet i genuinely do think that you clogged the toilet listeners i guess we're gonna put this up to a yeah, vote. voting time who clogged the toilet is was it, it the person that never clogs the toilet or the person that always clogs the toilet? Was it the person that used toilet paper in the toilet that is clogged with toilet paper? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Without getting too disgusting, if there was poo in there, <laughs> we would see evidence of it. You know what I mean? No. You don't know what I mean. I know what you're implying, but I don't agree with you. When I clog the toilet, there's a sea change in there. You would know. When I clog the toilet, you're like... Mm-hmm. This is a classic stereo situation. I think there's just so much toilet paper deep in the recesses. Because the other thing about what I do, what I make and deposit breaks down in water, breaks down, breaks down, breaks down, and then eventually it just kind of like goes out with the sea. Yeah, that's what how human shit in toilets work, <laughs> stereo. I'm glad we agree. What, do you think I'm shitting bricks or something? I'm, I'm, I'm glad we agree. That's how human shit works. You know what doesn't just disintegrate naturally? Man-made toilet paper. That's not true. Especially the toilet paper we buy, which is extra thick and extra comfortable. Because one time you told me that girls need good toilet paper. After you told me that, I've only, true or false, I've only bought the best and strongest toilet paper the supermarket provides. That is true. That is true. So here's something we could agree on. I'm a really good provider of high-quality, durable, strong, tensile-strength toilet paper. I'm not chapping my asshole on it anymore, so yes. Okay. So, I mean, wait. Is it so hard to just say, like, Asterios, you provide high-quality toilet paper? That's what I just said. Well, it'd be nice to hear it. Asterios, you provide the highest quality of toilet paper. But can I hear it a little sexier? Senpai, thank you for the toilet paper. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. You know, men just want to hear it sometimes. We just want to hear that we're doing a good job. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for your toilet paper selection skills. When, in, the, in this relationship, we can agree that I provide a high quality toilet paper. Yes. And you know why I'm, you know what point I'm getting to, right? I think I might. Which is? You are implying that the toilet paper is thicker and is going to cause like a fat berg of paper in there, which it's I do so not agree strong. with. It's so strong. It's so comfortable. It makes your ass feel like a cloud. But there are risks to every reward. 
Like Dr. Strange says, no magic comes without a cost. And the cost is Fatberg. I, I think it's a bit. And by the way, when I say Fatberg, I don't mean Jeff Garland's character on the Goldbergs. I mean all the toilet paper <laughs> you've stuffed in that poor sweet toilet. Oh yeah. Nail me to my cross. I am such a I am such a poor home. I'm pooping in a toilet and using toilet paper. Cause apparently that's all Asterios thinks a toilet can handle. You know what, listeners, vote on who clogged the toilet and the loser has to sit there and with the plunger and until the toilet flushes adequately. All right. Neither of <laughs> until next week. This is an inoperable toilet. Yeah, I'm gonna go and shit at the gym. Fuck you. I'll go shit at the grocery store. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. So what was the other thing that we were talking about before we started the show? Someone said the N-word. Yeah, so... uh, so (laughs) Today, I have have this little group chat with my friends that I I talk to, and we sometimes share news articles with each other. So somebody sends a news article today that was like, CEO of Estee Lauder gets fired for posting racist Chingy meme. Chingy is a rapper famous for uh, his hit single, Right There, which came out in 2003. Don't quote me on that, something like that. Now, I'd like to thank you for pretending like you're explaining Ching to everybody else when you're actually just explaining it to me. Yeah, uh uh-huh. No, nobody, I mean, this dude hasn't done anything for like 10 years, I don't think, or at least I haven't. uh, The fact that you don't know who Chingy is says enough you need to know about Chingy. I thought when you told me the story before, I thought you said Shinji. I thought you said somebody, like, the Estee Lauder guy spread a racist Shinji meme. Yeah, Shinji said the Edward. He must be stopped. Uh, No, so this, I I was looking at this news article. I didn't click it. I was like, bro, you were, y'all is the dumbest one the fuck on the face of the planet you're still getting tricked by fucking babylon b because this has the three elements the three the triforce of a fake news story which is puzzle piece number one is either c-suite executive or politician number two the (laughs) n-word and number three a celebrity you haven't thought about in uh fucking three decades so I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. There's no way this is real. So I researched it. Turns out it's fucking real. The CEO of Estee Lauder got fired because he posted a meme, and I'm going to describe it. So uh, you know those, when you were a kid, did you have those Sesame Street books? Yeah, where it's like, there's a monster at the end of the book, or Mr. Hooper's dead. Time to cry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry? What are you talking The Sesame, like the paper books, like yeah. the cardboard books. Yeah. You I don't, don't know. know. Okay, Quick sidelight. Yeah, they made a book when I was a kid about how Mr. Hooper died. Who the fuck is Mr. Hooper? Well, of course you don't know who Mr. Hooper is. You goddamn Zoomers don't know your history. Mr. Hooper ran Hooper's grocery store on Sesame Street. But the actor that played Mr. Hooper in real life died because he was an old man. (laughs) And they did an episode of Sesame Street about it where Gordon and Marie and Bob fucking explained to Big Bird that Mr. Hooper fucking died. Sounds like that was an episode, not a book. And then they made it into a book damn and, it and it's called mr hooper won't be coming back jesus fuck yeah it opens with big bird going down to hooper's grocery store and big bird's like oh i can't wait to buy some bird seed today from my mr hooper he'll got bird seed treats and he's slumped over the counter <laughs> that cash register's empty yeah there's a there's a there's a smoking gunshot the gun in his hand and uh and a suicide note that says no love uh gordon's like no 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 mr hooper's gone 
And Big Bird's like, oh, that's fine. I can come back tomorrow if he's not here today. I mean, I fucking love Birdseed. Almost as much as I love hanging out with Mr. Hooper. <laughs> Sweet old man. I love him. You're like a real father figure of mine. My best friend, you might say. <laughs> uh, life, would st- life would be meaningless and stop at his track. And then like they're like, no, no, no. He won't be back ever. He's dead. And Big Bird's like, what's death? <laughs> and so in this like little book, like Big Bird learns that like they will someday die. Snuffy will die. Gordon and Marie and Bob will die. Oscar the Grouch will die, which Big Bird's happy about. Uh <laughs> Really? No, of course not. <laughs> of course, Big Bird's not celebrating Oscar the Grouch's death. I don't know why. I find books like that so funny, like books that are written to explain complicated topics to children. I shit you not, my friend, uh, the ones that work in the tendency. One of them works with this uh, woman whose uh, baby daddy got arrested while the kid was in the house. Like the cops came in and like bang, 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 arrested the dude. And she bought him her a book called like Why Is Daddy in Jail? Or I've seen that book. <laughs> Yes, I've seen that book. What was I going to say? Yeah, so the CEO of us, anyway. <laughs> so the CEO posted a meme of Mr. Hooper's ghost saying some slurs. It's it's a picture of Snuffleupagus, the elephant thing, yeah. in bed like with an ice pack on his head and a <laughs> thermometer? thermometer in his mouth. And Big Bird kind of taking care of him by his bedside. But whatever the text was has been rephrased with the... F- replaced with the phrase my n-word done caught the rona at a chingy concert (laughs) now i gotta say golden books your your quality control is slipping golden books you're gonna lose the sesame street license you keep this up. Now, luckily, luckily Nathan Masry is fighting for the rights of all licensors after Oh, no, I can't do another Snuffy Eat. <laughs> Big Bird Eats. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a mobile app where you catch the N-word. <laughs> and put it in jail forever? Yeah. That's uh-huh. an app I like. That was like their food ninja ripoff. Instead of the Noid, it was the... <laughs> The N-word, yeah. Catch the N-word. It just, ruins careers. It's just a personification of races. <laughs> yeah, so this dude, uh, apology of the week time, Mysterios. He got fired from his $10 million job. Can you fucking imagine coming home to your family one day and your wife is like, how is work, sweetheart? And he was like, well, I got fired from my job where I make $10 million a year because I posted a chingy meme. <laughs> how thirsty do you have to be for approval from the Zoomers around you, from your interns and shit. It's like, how many fucking times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? It's like, not even, it's not even the, the bare minimum is like, don't say the N-word. As we've said before on this show, there's really only one rule in America, and it's that. Like, I don't know how many times we could be teaching you this lesson, boomers. Like, just, it's not even like the meme was just like, oh, this is offensive because it's got coronavirus. It's like, it's the N-word. How many years has this not been okay for, like, 20 now? I realize in your day, Grandma was just fucking up and down the aisles in the grocery stores saying it, but the world is goddamn true. So I was hoping we could do maybe an apology to week I for would me? Lo- yes, I would love to. All right, let me pull up this uh, stellar apology. Also, might shock you. Apology fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, weirdly, all the comments, I don't know if he's limiting comments on this, but all the comments are very supportive. Then, yes, the comments are being limited. They're like, har, 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 
the people who know you know your true character. I'm like, apparently it's true character. Somebody who doesn't know you can't post the N-word. <laughs> apparently it's true character. Someone who can get them a job at the next cosmetics company he runs. <clears throat> this is Apology of the Week. I'm terribly sorry and deeply ashamed that I hurt so many people when I made the horrible mistake of carelessly reposting a racist meme without reading it beforehand. That's his excuse? <laughs> That's his excuse. Oh, okay. So this was one of those memes with like a thousand words on it. It was like a big word salad. Nope, nope. Just my N-word snuffy done caught the Rona at a chingy concert. That's 11 words. That's 11 <laughs> words and a picture of Big Bird and a picture of Stumble Up. Again. In case you get tired around word seven. You can you can rest your eyes on Snuffleupagus. Which, fun fact, is about as many words as the real Golden Boys pages have. You know, the ones for three-year-olds to read before they go to bed. There are not enough words to express my remorse and sorrow. This apology has more words than that meme. Yeah. And he managed to read this just fine. <laughs> not only did I hurt many people whom I respect, the terrible mistake that I made has undermined everything I've been working for since I began my career 31 years ago. You're the real victim here, Vlada. Everything I've been working for? Well, if everything you've been working for has been to not say the N-word on social media, you have spent your 31 years poorly. Yeah, oh my God, that means we're more accomplished than this guy because I never posted the N-word. <laughs> On I never posted the Edward on Instagram. Put Fuck us yeah. in charge of Estee Lauder. That's the bare minimum now. So like you, I feel like they need they need a service. They could hire me as a private investigator where I go through people's Twitter and see like has this person tweeted like you know actuaries, yeah. actuarial science. That's yeah. the listeners if you don't know. Uh, insurance companies uh, employ actuaries who predict based on a bunch of factors about your lifestyle when you're gonna die. I'm gonna be an N word actuary. Like you're gonna give me your C squeed executives like Instagram, Twitter, their LinkedIn, everything publicly about the internet available to them and I'm going to give you a percentage score of how likely they are to say the n-word <laughs> call me now I stay louder I can I can fix this for you I know how expensive it is to find a new CEO perhaps you want to hire a CEO <laughs> <laughs> to look for the n-word <laughs> The meme is the furthest thing from what I stand for. And, and I why did you post it? You know how many times I post memes I don't stand for? Well, sometimes, because I really don't understand your goddamn Zoomer memes. I just like posting them because I think it's funny that there's an old man posting Shinji or whatnot. But, like, still, if I see that word... That's a no-go word. Well, what what he means by that is not that he doesn't stand for the N-word part of it. He doesn't stand for the chingy part of it because he does not appreciate club music. <laughs> I digress. I am so sorry that I let down the company is capitalized for some reason. Like, God. Like, oh. The company. You know why that's capitalized like that? Why? Because somebody wrote this for him and then said, and then just, you know, put in the name of the, of the company. Oh, the company. Yeah, because it, this is like a template that he's operating off of. Right. Like, like it, if you're wondering why it says, like, I apologize for the, in all caps, slur <laughs> I posted on, in all caps, insert social media platform here. Well, let me tell you, Estee Lauder, uh, first of all, if you hire me, the CEO of N-Word Finders Incorporated, I will also write a better template apology that you can keep in your chamber that does not involve uh, saying that you didn't read a meme with 
less than 15 words. <laughs> 11 words. The company that I... One bet- of those words is uh. <laughs> <laughs> One of those words is snuffy. <laughs> At uh, Chiggy concert. At uh. <laughs> <laughs> that I have dedicated my life's work to as well as its employees, artists, friends, and colleagues. I hope that in time people will judge me not for this awful mistake, but for my lifetime of words and actions which demonstrate my respect for all people. Why don't you judge me all the times I didn't say the N word? We were both making a joke at the same time. What were you going to say? Oh no, I was just going to say all the times that I've visited Chingy concerts being taken down with you know people who are like depressed or like oh i can joke about it i have depression it's like well i too have gotten the road i'm from a chingy concert <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know who chingy is and i'm sure that that's where you catch the road up yeah the positive right they're right they're letting down your horror your horror <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna name a couple of places where you're gonna guarantee to catch the rona some 41 concert a Shaggy concert, and let's say Blue Oyster Cult. I would say the top places where you're likely to catch coronavirus would be any event held in a basement. Okay, definitely. <laughs> any event like that extends to speakeasies, frat parties. Just use your imagination there. And second place is my friend's kitchen yeah. in their two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> they got roaches now, did I tell you? You told me that they don't know why they have roaches. They don't know why they got roaches. I shit you not. This is what these fucking bitches do. Is they pile their garbage. I guess they're... So they... You remember the? this is the landlord that was like, Hey, why don't you just uh, yeet your garbage over the fence of the restaurant that lives next door? Well, the restaurant called the landlord and was like, Hey, if I see one more of your tenants fucking doing that, I'm calling the goddamn cops. And I'm like calling the city too and telling them that you're not giving them trash cans. So he was like, Fine. I'll provide you with sanitation options. So now they have a single trash can in like, it's like a duplex. Like there's two apartments stacked on top of each other. And in the hallway, there is a single trash can that the, I guess the uh, both apartments are supposed to dump all their shit into. So instead of doing that, because they're too lazy to walk out into the uh, hallway, they just p- let trash pile up in their apartment. And their kitchen is not large. It is like a third of the size of this living room that we're in right now. Like they don't have a dishwasher. They have an oven, a refrigerator, and a very small amount of counter space. So there is more garbage in there than there is probably outside with our building. And I'm like, I walk in and I'm like, you guys really don't know how you got roaches. They're like, no, it's really annoying because we never had roaches. I was like, this, this fucking Mount Efforts, like, this is fucking roach paradise, bitch. This is like they formed a government. They have an infrastructure in this trash. If you want to get rid of the roaches, you need to, like, nuke fucking roach city over here. And by nuke, I mean walk 15 feet out to the garbage and dump your shit. And they were like, oh, the trash can fills up really quick. We could really only put one bag in there. I was like, fuck you. Sounds like the landlord's problem. Move the roaches out into the hallway. Just pile garbage in the hallway who gives a fuck tell him if he wants you don't want roaches in the hallway provide you with another trash can i would just take my garbage to the let to where the landlord lives and i would just dump the garbage in his yard 
That'd like, be funny. As I'm getting older, I realize I'm becoming angrier and more unhinged. <laughs> and like the first thing I thought of was like, well, you know, you could just kick the shit out of the landlord. And it's like, wait, stairs. No, you can't. You're not allowed to just quote, kick the shit out of the landlord. That was my first, that was my go-to fix. My first thought was, why don't you just dump it in the street? Like it's the landlord that's gonna get sanctioned by the city, not you. Yeah, I like, mean, I would just, just throw it in the road. I would just <laughs> leave it on the steps out in front of the building. Like, yeah, exactly. the The building will get ticketed, not you. Yeah, who gives a fuck? You don't. You don't own that building. Clearly, you don't own that building because the roaches own that building. <laughs> Anyways, listeners, how's your day going? I hope you haven't made an apology of the week. Uh, we'll be right back after these quick messages. Sriracha and I'm here to say oh my god we went to go see Hamilton this week it was really really good my mom bought us tickets to go see Hamilton that was your Christmas and uh, engagement present and also my reward for getting vaccinated and also your vaccine <laughs> treat right because I got vaccinated and I was like I don't want to get my booster because the government is going to inject my spiky proteins I need to keep my proteins as smooth as my brain <laughs> <laughs> And your mom was like, I'll get you Hamilton tickets if you get a booster. I was like, mm, okay, that's worth spiking up my proteins for. <laughs> it was really good. It was very good. It was, it, I loved all of it except for the intermission. Oh, wait, what, what didn't you like about the intermission? Oh my God, Asterios. Let me tell you. All right, so... Hamilton is a musical. It lasts like four hours. How long was it? I remember. It's long, but it goes by like that. Like um, everybody says Hamilton is great. I get it. Like everybody loves it. It's also really good. Like I saw, I was not expecting it to be this good. It was really good. Not everybody loves it. Women love it. And let me tell you, women love it so much that they cannot miss a second of it, the musical going to take a piss. So I am a woman. So I made the fatal flaw of not going to the bathroom before the musical and also not going to the bathroom like while the musical was playing. So I had the same idea as every other person in that motherfucking theater. Or the woman in that theater. Right. To go to the restroom during intermission. And oh my God, Asterios, I have never seen a clusterfuck clusterfuck as quickly as the fuckery that occurred when I tried. First of all, I'm sitting in there and I'm in my chair and I'm like ready. I read the program. I'm like the second this song and I should have fucking booked it in the middle of the song before the intermission if I was really that hillbent on seeing every second of this musical but I digress I'm like I'm ready I'm ready to fly on my seat what's it called like you know when the, when armies the people guys are in airplanes they're ready to like float down oh yeah they're <laughs> in like the jump seat position right I'm in my jump seat I've got my hands on my thing I'm ready to go I'm ready to be my for my trigger phrase <laughs> to go off and I jumped out of my chair the second intermission started and I ran and I ran to the lobby. How long would you say intermission lasted? It was a 15 minute intermission. It was like a meaty intermission. Right. So I like get to my feet. I'm down. I'm on the ground and I run to the lobby and I'm sprinting through and I get there and I see a big restroom sign and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm here first because there's uh, silly, silly me. I thought I could just go into the bathroom because there was no line there. So I walk up, I'm starting to get ready to go to the bathroom and the guy stops me, like the maitre d' or whatever. And he's like, that's the men's bathroom, uh, miss. You, it, the women's bathroom is on the other side. So I turn and I look and Asterios, 
the line for the bathroom was the line was wrapped i shit you not in like the 35 seconds it took me to jump out of my seat and run the line was wrapped not only around the lobby but into the wing of the theater and the line went into the side of the theater around making like a figure eight shape of shape back out into the lobby to the single toilet there was one toilet and i'm not talking like one bathroom i'm talking there was one toilet like you open the door it's a handicapped bathroom and there's one fucking toilet (laughs) for about 300 women so i'm standing there in line and let me tell you fighting my way to the line to the bathroom was almost as much. i have ptsd i have ptsd (laughs) from getting here i had to elbow a fucking bitch this was the closest i'm ever gonna get to winning hand-to-hand combat (laughs) because i had to elbow someone like hard to get into the bathroom because uh, in addition to every bitch and their fucking grandmother going to the bathroom during here there's also a bunch of stupid motherfuckers that are just have decided that standing right in the middle of the line to the theater bathroom is like a good place to be so i have to like elbow these bitches because i don't have time to like politely first of all it's loud as fuck so i can't like ask them to move i just gotta push my way through or risk pissing my pants it was amazing i've never been in a sea of people that dense before i've been to like a concert before i've been to one concert a little pump concert and i was not touching as many people as i was touching people on the line to the bathroom and those people were zanned out like crazy right. they couldn't stop touching each other i'm trying to not since the halloween parade have i it was like the halloween parade oh my god that's what it was but instead of rats falling through the ceiling it was my bladder threatening to drop <laughs> uh five sorry, quarts what? so what falling from the ceiling instead of a rat did that happen? What? Did that happen? It went at, at the Halloween. When we Remember when we went to the Halloween parade and a rat fell on your face? No. I, I, mean, I remember going to the Halloween parade. Remember, like, there being, like, oh, it was, it was a big crush. Like, oh, there was all these people in line. And then, like, just, there's just kind of, like, just 15 minutes of, like, blackness. Like, I guess there was, like, a city blackout. Yeah, there was a city blackout. Nobody could see anything. And then the next thing I know, we were at a restaurant. I was, like, scrubbing my face for some reason. Just, like, scrub, like. Like there was like sin on my face. I remember just like being like, oh, your face, your face will never be clean again. But I mean, I'm guessing that uh, happened to all of us, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I scrubbed my face really hard. What I'm saying is the rat from Ratatouille was not present at the theater. <laughs> okay. Now, listeners, now here's the funniest thing. Uh, Sorancha is not over-exaggerating. The line for the bathroom went all the way back into the theater where she left to go to the bathroom in the first place to the point where... She said, hey, she texted me, hey, I'm waving at you, and I'm in, like, row L. My mom got us really nice seats, and I look down, and she's, like, standing in the middle of the goddamn theater waving at me. You might as well have been on stage talking about, like, one, two, three, four, five. Like, they might as well have just given you a pair of those tights that they gave all the girls in Hamilton and just had you dance around up there. Yeah, no, the good part, I was going to say, the one good part of this excursion was I did get really close to the stage. Like, I had an excuse to walk. Obviously, I didn't get on the stage, but I got really close to it, and I was, like, looking around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see where on the floor, the thing that goes down. Like, if they have uh, a person disappear in it and then there's the trap parts, door right and part of the stage that move it was interesting but i it, part of the magic was diminished by the fact that i was literally going to piss myself all over the theater sarantia uh made a classic mistake which is caring 
<laughs> now, here's what me and all of the men did. We waited for the show to start again. We waited for act two. And then we waited for like kind of a boring song where someone was like, the Articles of Confederation, they will destroy our nation. Liberation, Confederation. And I was just like, time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and me and all the other like theater husbands, <laughs> like we're all in the bathroom, nodding, like smirking our good fortune. And we all went back. We, we didn't miss a thing. Sitting out there, smoking cigars, fucking women, right? Yes, it was a very <laughs> women cover, right? Five in that bath. Also, I don't. I genuinely don't know why you guys only have one toilet. I don't know, dude. We I don't had know. So many toilets in the men's room. We had stalls and toilets. I know that all these like Broadway theaters from like the 1700s. Here's my guess: this Broadway theater was built when like women were not allowed to go to the theater or something. When it was like this is a place where we can get away from our wives. I. Assume you could rectify that somehow I with modern know. plumbing the last yeah. 200 fucking years. I'm sorry, but no, it's a it's a historical landmark. Yeah. So we have to keep that. That's why you guys had to piss in that chamber pot and or that hole in the ground. I was going to say they can't actually damage the theater because it is on the registrar of historical places. So here's a bucket. <laughs> can go into it. Here's a Hamilton bucket. You can keep it afterwards. Here's it's a it, souvenir. Here's the rest room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. I only got one complaint about Hamilton. And I don't think I've ever heard this complaint before. So I feel pretty clever about it. Let me see. Everyone in this play, like it opens with everybody singing like, this is the smartest guy. Hamilton, he's so cool. Everybody loves how smart he is. And then George Washington's like, I need the smartest man. I need Hamilton. He's got the biggest brain. He does nothing smart in the whole play. In fact, everything we see him do in the play is kind of dumb, like constantly getting into duels and like not convincing his son to not go out into a random field and uh, with a random stranger and shoot pistols. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess the whole thing is back then it'd be like, we had a one conversation and now I'm in love and it's my husband here. But he did invent, I think the whole thing about him being so fucking smart was like he invented the treasury or whatever it is. What's it called? God damn it. You know more about government than me, I do. He invented like a, a, a I only got this from the play. Really? <laughs> like he invented like a central bank or something like he invented. Yeah. But the thing is like, we never really see that central bank do anything. It's just like, he's like, this bank is great. And then Thomas Jefferson is like, I got to admit it. The bank is great. But it's not like, oh, America needed a bunch of money. And everyone's like, it's a good thing Alexander Hamilton made this bank. Bro. I kind of have to take it on faith that it's good that we have a bank. There's an entire rap about the bank. Yeah. And how uh, Thomas Jefferson doesn't want the bank. I, yes. And then, no, let me talk. Sure. And then Alexander Hamilton is like, yeah, we need the bank because then we're going to have enough money. And then the second rap rolls around and they're like, yeah, the bank was a pretty good idea. Right. But we never see the bank do anything. Like, again, this is just, it's, we just are constantly getting people's opinions about what Hamilton has done. We never, like, see it. Like, the one cool thing Alexander Hamilton does in the play is he steals a bunch of cannons. But we, like... Never really see him steal cannons. He just sings a song where he's like, I stole a bunch of cannons and I brought them to George. I said, I said, now we could retake Valley Forge. And it's like, okay, I would have liked a scene where you like, I don't know, knocked a guy out with a gun and like stole a cannon and dressed up like a red coat. It's just, 
the whole play is us just hearing about shit. And it's like, yes, it's a very, 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 these songs are great. The talent is amazing. The talent was amazing. It was like the greatest actor, probably like the greatest singers and actors in the world at this point in time were on that one stage. Because like Hamilton's like the, it's like the uh, SNL or like the summer blockbuster of like plays. I mean, yeah, you got to have a pretty big dick to be on a Broadway show and like the most popular Broadway show in the last five years. Oh, no. Of like all time. Like oh, this really? is, I mean, Hamilton is like a, it's an international juggernaut. But it's just the script is like the script has some problems. That's all. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Cause they do, now that I'm really thinking about it, they do just like talk about how fuckable he is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's yeah. weird. They talk about like, it's so easy to be like, this guy's the world's best safe cracker. There's, there's no safe this guy can't crack. It's like, how about you show this guy cracking a safe too? Instead, it's just like me taking it on faith and credit that this guy's good at cracking them safes. You ever have to piss so badly that like it feels like there's a fruit of some kind in your body? Like there's a giant grapefruit and like a tumor of some kind inside of you. And if you don't like get to a bathroom really quickly, you are legitimately going to piss your pants. Have you ever had to pee that badly? I've had to be so badly that I've tried to piss my pants. You told us about this. On the show? Yes. Oh, and my body just won't let me. Your body just wouldn't let you. See, that's what I'm saying is my body, all my body at that moment wanted to do was piss myself. And it was like, Sriracha, just do it. Like everything, everything besides my brain is telling me just start peeing. Yeah. Like because the urea buildup in your bloodstream is going to legitimately kill you if you don't go to the bathroom soon. And I'm standing there and just like the sheer unadulterated power of my mind. I am stopping myself from pissing my pants. And meanwhile, the woman behind me in line is like hell bent on having a fucking conversation with me. At this point, I'm standing there and she, she's like, what about this line for the bathroom? And I'm sweating bullets. I'm like, You're yeah. sweating urea. That's what you're sweating. Yeah, like I'm sweating. I'm so legitimately sweating. I'm soaked at this point. There's tears coming out of my nose. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And she's like, oh yeah, I've been waiting to lie. I heard there's another lie that we have to wait into. And I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> I look at her I'm like tell me you're making a joke right now and she says oh yeah haha and then I just turned around and tried not to I'm like I need to focus I'm like no offense ma'am if I do not focus a hundred percent of every modicum of willpower I have on not pissing my pants there is gonna be water all like the people in the front row that paid $1,200 for their seats are not gonna be satisfied <laughs> with or the rest they're of gonna their be in the splash zone yeah exactly now Here's what Alexander Hamilton would have done. Alexander Hamilton would have pissed his pants in front of everyone and gone, this is not my fault. This is your fault. You like, And then he would have turned it into like a protest, a revolution against the one bathroom system. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you could have been a hero if you had pissed your pants. Like, yeah, look, you would have been in the news as the Hamilton pisser. <laughs> but they probably would have, like, dedicated a second toilet to Sierra Santana. Like, they would have invited you. Ooh, like a big plate above the toilet. Mm-hmm. This is the Sierra Santana toilet. I like that a lot. The honorary toilet. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I can't be the first possible person that pisses my, pissed myself at Hamilton because they had a bar there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah like, and they had those sippy cups. They did? Oh, I for didn't alcoholics, see them. yeah. Those, yeah, like um, Broadway realized that they can make a lot of money off of husbands by just getting them drunk on like $22 beers. 
It's the most, it, the only place that's like comparably expensive is a ball game. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I yeah, bet. Yeah, but you get the, they give you these little sippy cups with Hamilton on it so you don't spill liquor all over the 500-year-old theater. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm going to Moulin Rouge tonight. I'm not dragging a stereo so long. I'll see if I could buy, I wonder if they'd let me just buy one of the cups. You can just get it with a Diet Coke. Oh, you can do that? I yeah. thought they just give you a can, but I digress. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I cannot possibly be the only person that's ever pissed them, almost pissed themselves. I can't. If they're selling booze there, ergo, someone has gotten too drunk yeah. at <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. I don't need, I don't have any data to back that up. I just know. Like, it's one of the things we know. Like, do I have proof that the sun will rise tomorrow? No, but I have really, really strong faith that it will. I have really, really strong faith that someone has gotten too drunk at Hamilton and piss. <laughs> so. You're talking, you're very defensively. Yeah. Did you piss your pants? And is this just kind of like an elaborate like way to be like, well, somebody must have pissed their <laughs> pants. Who among us will admit to being the Hamilton pantaloon pisser? <laughs> the pantaloon pisser. So I got dangerously close, though, is what I'm trying to say. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, in conclusion, I know it's kind of uh, extra and basic to want to go to Broadway, I was very impressed. I was like, everyone, even the backup dancers are talented. I was like, everyone is talented. It was like uniquely entertaining. So like, I don't know, if you're going to New York and you're like, eh, should I see Broadway or not? Go do it. It was like unusually fun. Right. And Sierra's hot Broadway tip. If you need to use the female restroom, don't. Bring a colonoscopy bag with you because you will have better luck pissing into a Ziploc bag and having no one notice than you will making it to the bathroom. Why don't you just wear a diaper like that astronaut lady? Oh, the one that drove to kill that guy? Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, or you could use an adult diaper and if anybody uh, complains about it, be like, Oh, well, why don't you go to the, oh, why don't you go to the usher and bitch and then maybe they'll move you to your own private section because that's a disability. (laughs) Why would anybody complain about you wearing an adult diaper? Because people like big asses now. Just wear the adult diaper under your pantaloons. I mean, I assume it would be because of the smell of the urine. (laughs) Hey, you don't like, (laughs) hey, okay, now I get it. Yeah, that is against Americans with disabilities. (laughs) We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> voicemail time. Voicemail time. Serious, everybody's favorite times. Voicemail time. I love voicemail time. Can you read out that voicemail number for us, please? Absolutely. You call 848-863-5343. We suggest you save it in your phone so that if something stupid happens, you could call us right away. Again, that is 848 848- Eight six three five three four three, or if you want, you just attach a little voice note, email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. and whatever you send in, I will have the misfortune of listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of misfortune, let's start with the misfortunes right now. Ruby, Ruby, Rue, Asterios and Sriracha. It's your favorite fan of your podcast, right? Um, I was just wanted to call. I, I was listening to the Garfield Deep Saga, and there's a portion where like Nathan Masri is doing an advert for Scooby Doo Eat, and he says Ruby Ruby Roo, which apparently that's not what Scooby Doo says. He says Scooby Dooby Doo, and you guys rightfully pointed that uh, inconsistency out in the cartoon. I have news for you. There's a State Farm commercial where Scooby Doo is uh, calling for some kind of insurance thing, but the customer service people 
uh, keep getting his name wrong because he keeps saying, my name is Ruby Roo. So I have a theory hmm. that um, in licensed Scooby-Doo content for, like, commercials that exist outside of the Scooby-Doo canon, um, like, you know, official cartoons and movies and stuff, uh, Scooby-Doo, he, he like, he can't say Scooby-Dooby-Doo. He has to say Ruby Roo. He, he can't say his name. He has to say his name with the R's. Anyway, that's about it. Bye. Listener, first off, this is exactly the kind of voicemail I want. Yeah. Like, thank you. This is, this is, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Here's where, here's what I think is happening. When Scooby-Doo just says words, yeah, he changes things to R's. That's fine. Like, instead of a sandwich, it's a ran rich. That's fine. But when he says his catchphrase, Scooby Dooby Doo, he goes, Scooby Dooby Doo. And in the 1970s, originally he just said, Scooby Doo. But he doesn't say, it's, it's, a, it's different. Like, catchphrase, he says, Scooby. Because for branding, you want the kids to know that this character named Scooby-Doo. You want him shouting his name very clearly. But again, conversationally, I think that's where the R's come in. Rancho? Uh, I think that, first of all, I think it's incredible that you dug up this piece of State Farm lore <laughs> to uh, corroborate Nathan's mispronunciation of Scooby-Doo's name. I believe, listener, that Nathan is just stupid. (laughs) And this happens to be a coincidence. But what do I know? I'm not a Scooby-Doo lore expert. I'm not a Ruby Rue lore expert. Okay. Well, I have evidence that Nathan is stupid. Nathan is now releasing the worst product yet. Oh, God. What is it? Just give me a hint. (laughs) Okay. It's, uh, It's not edible. Tell me. Nathan is putting his money behind one of those deodorants that's like good for the planet that doesn't work. You know those like deodorants that like when you're in your 20s, you buy once because you're like, yeah, this has no aluminum in it. And you're like, I smell like a toilet. And then you're like, I'll never buy this again. The ones that are like made of like crystals and hopes. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about because my mom keeps buying them. Oh no. And then every time I go visit her, that's all she has there is that fucking natural deodorant made of beeswax or some shit and it's interesting because for somebody that tells me that i smell every time every day of my life she sure doesn't seem to want to give me the tools that i need to not smell your mom tells you you smell oh yeah Uh tell me speak on this is uh sometimes i just walk into a room uh and she'll be like she'll over exaggeratedly be like Like uh, the sound of like a cartoon character would make sniffing the air like you would see a cartoon wafted of something. And then she turned to me and be like, you need a shower. Okay. Now, I don't think your mom can smell you. But I do think your mom knows that you probably only showered like once that week because you're visiting your parents and you're trying to chill out. Listen, it's hard to be a woman. It's hard to be a girl boss and take a shower. <laughs> okay. I know, I know. Look, look, you're visiting your mom. You're like back in teenager mode. It's like women are gross solicitors. Anyway, next voicemail. Okay, I see someone doesn't want to talk about how often they shower. I need a shower right now. This is Kimmy the Witch. Hello. If clowns can fit like 20 of them or like 100 of them in like a tiny little car, Uh couldn't like 20 of them like fit into like one woman's vagina? Rancho, thoughts? I I don't understand the car to vagina this seems like a apples to oranges type of situation this seems like a oranges to basketballs <laughs> type of situation well, both oranges and basketballs are orange and round kimmy thank you for calling in 
Next voicemail. No, wait, hold on, hold on. Look, this is a patron of ours. Let's let's give them a little bit of respect. You could fit twenty clowns in a car, okay? And by the way, it's a tiny car. Understood. It it not like they're hopping out of a stretch little. That's not funny. They're hopping out of a teeny tiny little car. How do you fill those clowns in that car? We can agree that that's funny. So now we've established that you could fit a lot of clowns into a tiny space. Well, you know what else is kind of a tight and tiny space? Why would m- multiple clowns be getting into a woman's vagina? I or guess is coming like- out of it. <gasps> That's wait a minute. Has there ever been like a Family Guy bit where like a lady is giving a lady clown is giving birth and they're just like bringing like cl- cl- crying clown fetus after crying clown fetus out of her? That would be great if oh. they haven't done that yet. Kimmy, you need to pitch that to Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy the Witch, you tweet that to Seth MacFarlane. That's a great, remember the time I was at the clown pediatric ward? What do you think of my Peter Griffin? It's perfect and great. Can I hear yours? Stunning and brave. Uh, No. (laughs) Remember the time. Just say remember the time. Remember the time. I can't do a Peter Griffin. You were just doing it perfectly. I remember the time. I I can't do it. I move on. All right, all right. Hey, Asterios and Sriracha. I, I got my bur- beans burnt this week by McDonald's. I tried that new land, air, and sea sandwich. What? Or I wanted to try it. They don't put that together for you. <gasps> you got to put the McChicken, the Big Mac, and the filet fish together. So um, when like I open my back, I just criminal? see three of those items. So I don't the point of going there was. I don't know what the point of actually having the sandwich was. Uh, no one said some assembly required. This is bullshit. Okay, so the land, air, and sea burger is, so you know, have you ever been high on the internet and there's people like, you yeah, have the McDonald's secret menu, the McGangbang, you put a chicken. If you go through, this is good. This is a good voicemail for me because I I personally took a lot of pride when I worked at McDonald's and not knowing what the fuck, <laughs> like proudly being like, hey, can I get a McGangbang? I'd be like, I don't know what that is. Explain it to me, Even even though I know damn well. And they were like, well, we want a McChicken and a double cheeseburger, but put the McChicken into the double cheeseburger. I was like, so you want, uh, and I would sit there and I would make it, I would make these people feel ashamed. Nice. <laughs> what they were asking for. But I guess McDonald's like, we're going to lean into it. So they created a series of burgers, I guess. I haven't attempted to order them, from, but from what I've seen in the internet, like the land, air, and sea burger is a burger with a beef patty, a McChicken and a fillet of fish, and what this gentleman is saying is, in the posters, you see it all stacked together, like fillet patty, burger, uh, chicken patty, bun, beef patty. But this dude went and just received three sandwiches to put together, and I'm thinking to myself, I think you might have just, I think that might not be standard procedure. I think you just went to a McDonald's that the teenagers there didn't give a fuck that day. Really, you consider chickens air? I guess they don't fly. They kind of glide when they're super scared, but they, like they're not like it's not like you're eating like a pigeon or something. But they got wings. I agree, they got wings. <laughs> but uh, okay, it seems like it's a land, land and sea burger. Also, I think they're overpromising when they're telling us that there's actual like animals in these <laughs> burgers. I mean, it's mostly just garbage and chemicals, right? I mean, there maybe the chemicals came from the sea. <laughs> we don't know that. Maybe the chemicals came from the sea. It's a slurry, slurry, and slurry burger. Well, look, I'm sorry that you got screwed over the McDonald's. I am shocked, shocked that McDonald's <laughs> would provide poor customer service. Yeah, I'm. I'm truly astounded that you got a burger that was not properly <laughs> pieced together at a McDonald's. It's never happened before, and God hope it never happens again.
Hello, Loudest Podcast. It's Smarty, your your, hey! your, your good friend, Smarty. Uh, I'm losing my shit oh, no. because as of, uh, let's see, it is about 3.18 on February 14th, and it is trending that Trisha Paytas oh. is, is pregnant. Yeah. I, I need to just stress that. Trisha Paytas, the, the, the human trash fire Trisha Paytas, mm-hmm. is having a child with, I assume, Ethan Klein's brother, who, as you know, they had a nasty breakup with that fucking podcast they did. I am losing my shit. Y'all, I need to know how you feel about the possibility of the Antichrist being born. <laughs> okay, bye. I mean, yeah, Trisha Paytas is allegedly pregnant with an alleged human child. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to have this kid. You I'm mean, skeptical. You think her body might reject it? Yeah, I'm skeptical. This seems like a time for a convenient miscarriage. <laughs> Oh, you, oh, you think she's going to stop the process? You think she just wants the headlines, not the baby? Yes. I don't know if I could see Trisha Paytas giving birth, even as a bitch. I don't know. Crazy people have babies. Oh, only crazy people have babies. Right, because crazy people are like, I'm bored. I need something to do. I need a baby. And especially with someone like Trisha Paytas, they're going to be thinking about like all the likes they're going to get, all the new followers. People are going to be reaching out and going like, congratulations. They get to have a baby shower. They get a bunch of free stuff. Like Trisha Paytas is motivated by like physical likes and then also emotional social media likes. So you get a lot of those with a baby. I would also not be super surprised if Trisha Paytas took one pregnancy test and then went on the internet and was like, I'm pregnant. And then it turns out that she's not actually pregnant. It was like a false positive or something. Because you're not supposed to announce that you're pregnant until like... The second trimester, right? right? So many people miscarry. Yeah. I would not be surprised if she just announced it as soon as she took like one dollar store pregnancy test and then afterwards is gonna be like, Whoops, I'm sorry, it wasn't true. <laughs> what are the chances that Trisha Paytas accidentally took a COVID test and doesn't know the difference and just saw the two lines and is like, Oh my god, I'm expecting <laughs> I also pee on my COVID test. <laughs> Sarancha. Pump and dumplings. How the fuck do you miss it? I've been thinking about that for a while. Of course, this listener is referring to the beautiful Crypto Land uh, restaurant menu where they had no puns. If I'm remembering correctly, there were no puns, right? No, there were just references. Like I was sitting there, I'm like, where's the staking joke? Where's the staking go? Pump and dumplings. I've been thinking about this for weeks. Uh, Rug pull raviolis. Love it. That's all I got. You've been thinking about this for weeks and you only have two? That's why the uh, name of this voicemail is that this color is objectively funnier than I am. And me, by the way. You hear me? I'm not arguing with the name of this voicemail. That's hilarious. Whoever you are, guy, five stars. Five thumbs up. Pump and dumplings. They also sound delicious. Like, you could, like, pump them up with soy sauce or ponzu sauce, then dump them into your mouth? Chain link sausages. I said chain link sausages last time. Oh, okay. Well, you're both funnier than me then, okay, I guess. thank you. Exactly. How about Ethery Yum? And it's just a bunch of ice cream. That sounds like it would be a good name for the restaurant, for the Bitcoin diner or whatever stupid thing they decided to call it. Well, they called it the crypto restaurant, so Ethereum is already a step up. Yeah, there you go. Call us, people. We have ideas and money for you. Yeah, all right. If anybody can come up with better menu items, you call 848-863-5343. That is it for the Loudest Podcast. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We got a new Chris tree. It Literally, the edit came in while we were recording this podcast. So you'll probably hear the new Chris tree later today or tomorrow. Fuck yeah. 
And uh, if you want a lot more bonus content, you go to patreon.com slash Asteris. For just $2, just $2, you get us keeping your company in your ear holes. There's 150 hours worth of content. That means that you can listen to about three hours of content a week and have content all year. Yeah, exactly. And then by the time the next year rolls, we'll have more content for you. Years worth of content. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.